0: Good morning. It is Sunday, May 3rd, Day 50 of Social Distancing, Week 8 of Worship Apart, and Week 4 of Easter. Will you join me for our opening prayer? We are standing at the gate, O loving Shepherd, not sure about the journey. But you have called our names, and in your voice we hear such love and surety. Bring us safely on the journey, and strengthen us, that we may serve you in all that we do. Amen. Our scripture this morning comes from John chapter 10. This is just after the part in chapter 9, when... Jesus confronts the man born blind, and there's an extended reflection on his blindness and his place within the community and within God's people. It's right before a number of other stories about Jesus being rejected by the religious leaders. And so here in the middle, Jesus is teaching some about who he is and how he will lead. Hear these words from John chapter 10, beginning with verse 1. I assure you that whoever doesn't enter the sheep pen through the gate, but climbs over the wall is a thief and an outlaw. The one who enters the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The guard at the gate here opens the gate for him and the sheep listen to his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. Whenever he has gathered all of his sheep, he goes before them and they follow him because they know his voice. They won't follow a stranger, but will run away because they don't know the stranger's voice. Those who heard Jesus use this analogy didn't understand what he was saying. So Jesus spoke again. I assure you that I am the gate of the sheep. All who came before me were thieves and outlaws, but the sheep didn't listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters through me will be saved. They will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief enters only to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so that they could have life. Indeed, so that they could live life to the fullest. I find verse 6 of this passage strangely comforting. It says, Those who heard Jesus use this analogy didn't understand what he was saying. There are so many times when I don't fully understand what Jesus is saying. It's good to know that I am in the company of people who were right there with Jesus. And even when they didn't understand, Jesus' presence with them, Jesus' love for them, did not change. Even if I don't understand, Jesus' love for me and presence with me will not change. Thanks be to God. I think the fact that so much of this passage feels a little tough to understand makes that last line even more powerful because it's so clear. Jesus says, I came so that they could have life. Indeed, so they could live life to its fullest. I came that you might have life. And life to the full, that is Jesus' offer to us and Jesus' gift to us. And all of the gospel uh, works to show us what that life looks like and how Jesus gives us a life that is marked by self-giving. A life that follows the pattern of living and dying and rising A life where the first are last. A life where the least and lost and lonely receive special honor. This is life to the fullest and Jesus makes it possible. Now listen to the scripture again from the New Revised Standard Version. Very truly I tell you, And the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me, One word or phrase or image that stood out to you in this reading. This passage speaks so clearly about how Jesus takes good care of his people. So often we think about our job to care for others, and that is truly part of discipleship. But it's interesting to notice that in this passage, it's not about what we do or who we care for. It's about Jesus' care for us. Describe to your group one time that you were well cared for by your mom or a friend, a spouse. One time that you felt deeply cared for and it showed deep love. What does life to its fullest mean to you? Share your answer with your group. Now that we've shared about scripture, it's time to share about our experiences this week. What is one oops from this week? A mistake, something that didn't go as you planned. Share your oops with your group. Next, share one blah. What is one moment that you felt sad, scared, or afraid? A time that just felt blah. Now, share a wow. Something that was unexpectedly beautiful or hopeful or good. In worship, we call these God sightings, so share your God sightings now. And finally, what is one thing you are thankful for this week? It didn't have to be that way, but it was, and you feel grateful. Will you join me for our closing prayer? Loving God, we are grateful that you protect your people, that you surround us with your love and grace and show us your way. Help us, O oh God, to know your presence, to trust in you and to share your love even when we are socially distanced. God, we pray this not only for our congregation, but for your church throughout the whole world. God, may we be a sign of your presence and a people of hope, even and especially while we are apart. We pray for the leaders and rulers of our world. We pray that those who make decisions affecting many people would make those decisions with wisdom and skill. May those who you have gifted and called up with knowledge and skill in disease control and public health be fully equipped to do their jobs well, and may we all listen to and honor their wisdom. God, we pray for our President Donald and for our Governor Roy. Give them every grace that they need to meet this time and to lead us well. We pray that we, together with all of those who have been elected and appointed as our leaders, would work together for our common good. We pray for this, our community of Morganton. We pray for Grace Heights and for the residents and staff there. We pray for our public health department and everybody working hard on a local level to respond well to this illness. We pray, O God, for the prayers of our own hearts, for the people that we love and the needs that we face. Lord, help us approach the gate of this sheepfold with confidence. Let us walk through our fears and doubts to lands of hope and peace, trusting in the shepherd who seeks us, guides us, and cares for us. In so many of our ways we are stubborn, yet you gently call our names, reminding us of your eternal love. As we have placed the names of those near and dear to us before you, seeking your healing grace, help us remember that we also stand in need of your healing mercies. Help us place our trust in you. Help us reach out to others in confidence because of your love for us. We ask this in Jesus' name and offer you the words that he first gave to us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. And now go forward with these words of blessing from Psalm 121. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where will my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. He who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time on and forevermore. Amen.